welcome to the Anxiety Slayer podcast. I'm Shan Vanderleek, anxiety coach and co-founder of Anxiety Slayer. Today, it's my pleasure to introduce you to Sherrianna Boyle. Sherrianna is a spiritual teacher, an adjunct psychology professor, and a yogi with a passion for writing. She's spent the last 19 years studying and researching mindful approaches to healing the mind and body. And this lady is a prolific writer. Good heavens, she has so many great titles. And today we're going to be talking about Emotional Detox for Anxiety, Seven Steps to Release Anxiety and Energize Joy. I'll also have all of the titles of her prior books and all of her great material with the show notes. Welcome to Anxiety Slayer, Sherrianna. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. I first became aware of your work through a friend of mine, a friend of ours, Mel Duane, and didn't even realize, I wasn't even putting two and two together that we had had a conversation about podcasting well before that and thought, oh goodness, I, I need to get to know this lady. And I'm just so impressed with all of your work. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's many, many years in the making for sure. I'd like to begin talking about processing our emotions. This is something that we're really not taught to do as children. Mm -hmm. And I wonder how you go about working with somebody when they've, they've never even considered the importance of this. Where do you begin? <laughs> well, I, I first I talk about checking in with the body. So you begin with noticing where you are right here and right now and learning how to check in with your body and how to know when you are in processing mode and when you're in a state of reactivity. So that's the very first step is you have to recognize, okay, I'm in reactivity or I'm in a state of processing. And one of the ways to do that is to simply pause and to notice your breathing. So if your breathing is up in your chest or shallow, that's enough for you to consider going through the cleanse, which is the acronym for the seven steps featured in, I have two books on emotional detox, the core book, and then I have emotional detox for anxiety. So if your breathing is off, that's enough reason to consider pausing and going through a five-minute cleanse. The other way to know if it's a time for you to cleanse is if you're really distracted. So if your mind is wandering, if you're preoccupied, if you're feeling a little scattered or disjointed, then I would consider pausing and moving through the cleanse. The, the third way to know is if your thoughts are relatively fearful or negative in nature. So if I'm having worrisome thoughts or fearful thoughts or I'm attached to the future, I'm concerned or I'm, I'm clinging to the past, then again, that's a time when I would realize, okay, I have a choice here. I can continue to head down that road of thinking and worrying, or I can take a moment here and I can move myself through the cleanse method. 
So that's where I begin with people. It's really step one is recognizing, well, it's not really step one of the cleanse, but you asked me, where do, where do we begin? Sure. I think you begin on noticing, oh, am I in reactivity or am I, am I in a state of processing? Well, I think, it's, I think it's great to get people to be thinking about that so they can differenti- differentiate between the two. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. often it's like being, it's being grabbed, you know, tiger by the tail and you're just, wow, you spin out without realizing, okay, wait a minute, I need to, I need to ground, I need to figure out where am I at with this? Yeah. And now where do I go from here? Right. And that's, that's what I find people really love the cleanse because it does give you some structure. And there are lots of places you can go. There are lots of tools. And as you cover on your podcast and all of your work, there's a ton of options for people. And I've just put down a system that people can go to that's consistent that they can really discipline themselves with. And I find it it's a little bit of a safety net for people. They say, what do I do? I say, well, you cleanse. <laughs> you well, go let's to, let's you dig go to into that. Let's yeah. get right into that and, and yeah. share what, what uh, cleanse means and how the cleanse process can help clear a path for new positive habits and behaviors and emotions. Cleanse is, is the acronym for the seven steps featured in emotional detox. And emotional detox, when I say that, is, is a foundation. It's like a home. And it's based on a mindset that your emotions are not the problem. It is how we react to them. What happens with anxiety and the way I frame, define anxiety in the book, is that it's an emotion attempting to be processed but can't because we won't let it. So again, the way it's defined. And why aren't we we letting it? Because we've been trained not to. We've been trained to cope and prevent things. Here, here. And, And that's okay because we do need coping mechanisms. They're important. But my belief is that they were never meant to be long term. We never, we never were meant to be in a long-term using coping skills for the long run. At some point, you have to pause and you have to notice what is coming up in me to be healed. And very often, it's emotions that were never allowed to be processed, and they're just looking for that opportunity. I'm, I'm really grateful that you've put a, a seven-step program together. It makes it so nice and so supportive for our listeners to know that, okay, here's where I'm at. Now I've differentiated between if I'm emotional or if I'm in the processing place, and mm-hmm. now I know what to do. You give them this lovely tool. So let's, let's move right through them. Okay. So the, the first step is the C, which is called clear reactivity. And that is really, I call it preheating your oven. <laughs> <laughs> I love so, um, so you wouldn't put your food in until the oven's preheated. And it's the same thing with your body. You're not going to process an emotion off the cuff. You have to, you have to warm yourself up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so the, the first step is about providing some support of how to do that, some mindful ways that you can preheat your oven 
So, so then when you move through the process, you don't get stuck as easily. It, it moves more smoothly. It's more, it's gentler on the body. It's not forced and it, it kind of loosens you up. So that first step is called clear reactivity. The, the second step is called looking inward, the L. And that is when we begin to identify and we begin to acknowledge what emotions in us are have been suppressed or repressed in the body. And what I do is I give a specific tool for that. And especially in emotional detox for anxiety, I really carve that out. So I give you the exact layout and the language to use to be able to look inward because that's a place where we could easily re-traumatize ourselves if we're not careful. So a lot of people with anxiety, as you know, they kind of rerun the stories. And right. they, they, they're very chatty. <laughs> yeah, the loop <laughs> continues, right? Around and round and round. And they, they do a lot of self-talk and, and a lot of what-ifs or should-ofs and, and blame and, and it, all sorts of stuff happens. I provide some languaging so that you can stay on track. It sort of disciplines the mind without ignoring what's coming up emotionally. So that's that step two. Okay. In that step two, we, you know, I'm purposely looking to raise a little bit of discomfort in the body. And that's why step three is so important. So people say to me, well, seven steps, really? Can't it be three? <laughs> and, and I say, no, it really, it has to. And when I teach this and I go out and do workshops, they realize why it's seven steps. Because each step I have learned where people can go back into that loop. So you absolutely want to move on to that step three, because that step three is going to, it's the emit. It's about bringing vibration into the body. So I provide mindful tools for that. We bring the vibration in, which is absolutely wonderful. You feel great. This happens a lot in yoga classes or meditation. People feel high as a kite. They go out. But guess what? Soon things return. And then they have to get hooked. Oh my God, I have to go to my class. Oh my gosh, if I, if I miss this, I'm just, my whole week is going to be off. And it's because you need to go to step four. <laughs> <laughs> right, sure, right? sure. Yeah, so it's great to have all that vibration. But again, we have to really discipline our minds. And step four is called activate. And that's really about starting to hone in. And I just sort of imagine if, if, you know, imagine a little child who's just all over the place and overwhelmed and maybe having a, a, a meltdown and you just want to, you just put your hands on their little face and you say, honey, honey, look at me, right? Come right, right. back here. And that's, that's that step four. It's like saying, okay, great. You have all this energy, but let's just focus it a little bit. And activate is about, okay, where are you heading? Where are we heading now? You got all this newfound energy. You got this great movement. You're feeling better, but where are we heading? What are we looking to create now in your life? And so we move through that process. And then the N, I call the N, which is nourish. And that has several parts to it. In the book, I talk about we want to be learning how to communicate with one another in a way where we are not 
triggering others because we there is an aspect to that of learning the art of communicating. So much a part of anxiety is people are so afraid to talk to one another, <laughs> right? right? And, and if you have a bad experience, you're likely to, oh, I, I'm not going to bring that up, right? Or I'll just put that under the rug there and I'll just pretend like that's not happening. And so you have to have that nourished part because we really grow from being in relationship with one another. And I always say, it's great to cleanse on your own. It's even more powerful to cleanse with other people. Mm -hmm. And we're supposed to be doing that. So N is about, okay, I want to feel this. I want to bring this alive. How do I bring this in and, and feel? I call it like a download. Okay. I want to I want to start to embody this. And then the S is surrender. And that is when we we have to choose. So I always say, you know, you can't make someone feel their emotions. They have to choose it. Yeah. And that S is their choice. But the great part is, is they've been set up and supported in a way because now they've been through five steps. So at that point, they feel so nourished and so capable that the likelihood that, that they're going to choose it in a way where it's with conviction and confidence and ease it's going to come through very, very clearly, and that's when the universe really hears us, right? So it's not just about making an announcement. Universe, this is what I would like, right? <laughs> you, have to, you have to be it. You have to embody it, and then the universe really wakes up, and that's that S, and that's your free will statement. And then the final step is ease, and that's a very simple step it just very effortlessly transitions from free will into a state of being. And that means you always were that, you are that, it was never separate from you. And that's when you realize, wow, everything I've ever wanted is actually has been within me all along. I just couldn't see it. And, and what a marvelous place to land after doing your work. Mm. You say that I believe our emotions are not only the key to healing ourselves, mm. but also each other, the yeah. environment, and more. I'd love for you to elaborate on that. And if you want, certainly go back and, and point out the areas uh, for cleanse if that's, if that's appropriate. Yeah. Our emotions, we know at the, at the DNA level, there's enough evidence now that they can come through the family line. So not only do we suppress emotions as individuals, so we can also inherit emotions that our, our genetic line suppressed. And because we all come from these lineages that where there's significant trauma and, and sig significant terror and horror, and, and we've had this history where human beings have been through quite a bit, that when you choose to process an emotion, know that you're not just doing it for yourself, you are choosing, you could be, you could be clearing something from a whole line of suppressors. I love and, that. And 
you can clear for those that come after you. So you can clear for your children and you can clear for your children's children. The the teachings that I've learned is that you can clear seven generations forward and back. Yes. 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 Yeah. And I've had experiences with clients, particularly the ones that have been with me for a little bit. I've really watched them have some profound experiences, really enlightening experiences of people having um, energy come in in a way where they feel something they've never felt before. They see something they've never seen before. Very often, I'm, I'm pretty intuitive myself, and I will see imagery when I'm clearing someone. I don't always share that with what I'm seeing. I just use it as a guidepost that I know things are happening Mm -hmm. and I know when they've cleared and I know when to kind of pause and wait. So I I get these imageries and sensations when I'm working with a client. I imagine when you're involved for both you and your clients that clearing the wounding has to be just incredibly profound. It's very profound. I mean, I, gosh, I just had a, a, a client the other day and it was, you know, it, it's amazing to me, Shan, how we can start out with a simple conversation of, oh, I felt really guilty when I told so-and-so no, and I really beat myself up about that. And I felt so bad. And I just put myself in this place where I I just felt like I was a bad person and I was had these thoughts of unworthiness and I'm just not worthy of their friendship and I'm they really just go into that dark place for themselves. We'll start clearing emotions and all of a sudden we're we're in a place we never even thought we would be. <laughs> I'm like, right. You know, and and I always say, you know, when it comes to an emotional detox, you always, you always cleanse what's happening in the now. So we don't actually start in the past. And I think that's why people enjoy working with this method is I don't begin there. I'm not looking for it. I begin with what's happening right here, right now, knowing that everything that's happening, even the tiniest thing is connected to a bigger pattern. And if I can work and clear that little, little thing, I'm going to slowly loosen up the bigger pattern and things are going to start to reshape themselves. And one of the ways that we're going to know that is, is one, your awareness goes up, your level of consciousness goes up, your reactivity levels go down, you become more resilient and less triggered by other people or offended, and you become more compassionate. And you realize that if somebody, quote unquote, offends you Mm -hmm. or you're upset by something, you start to learn, wow, they're in reactivity. You know, I'm so glad you brought that up because I had an experience recently with an old friend. We uh, met for lunch and we started talking about things. We hadn't seen each other in quite some time. And this is a person who I've known a long, long, long time. And 
we, uh, we couldn't be more different now, but when we first met each other, we were very similar. And the difference is the, the work mm. and, and, you know, the kind of work, uh, personal work. And, and I'm not, not from a place of, I did my work and she didn't, I don't mean it like that. I just mean that I have softened so much and done a lot of, lot of work. And so when we were meeting, there were some really hard edges that I was seeing and feeling and some mm. resistance that I was feeling from both of us. Mm-hmm. So much love there, but so much red flags, if you will. Mm-hmm. Just very much like, oh, mm. this is not what I expected. This is so interesting and a little bit shocking. Mm-hmm. And I found myself shrinking a little bit, if I'm honest, mm-hmm. just because I didn't feel as safe as I normally did. Ah, interesting. And as you can imagine, mm-hmm. I sat with that for. <laughs> For a few days, just trying to kind of unravel it a little bit and get to yeah. get yeah. to the core of of things and not make it yeah. about guilt and shame and and all of that, but to come to this better understanding of we're in different places in our lives. We have different ideas about what's important to us and and different ideas about the way that we go about living our lives, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And that I will be, I will show up a little bit more zipped up next time. Yeah. Uh, and not quite as wide open because one of the things that I, that I do mm-hmm. is I open very easily now. I'm so open. Yeah. And sometimes that kicks the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I just thought I would share that. Yeah. I don't know what, what your observation of that might be, but I'd love to hear it. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I mean, you're open to, you're so open. So I'll, I would say that being mindful of the zip up reaction, right? Because when we zip up, my only concern would be, is that with that zipping up, there might be some suppression involved. Mm -hmm. And what I love about the cleanse is what I what I would do if I knew that maybe somebody was um, potential trigger for me, or we were, you know, we were not feeling. And I have them in my life too. Just, <laughs> I will tell just you, so sh- it was and, just shocking. It was yeah, just very shocking to me. It, it can be, and and so what I often will tell people is that these are times when you want to cleanse after because there's something that happened for you in that moment. So you had the, you had the time together, you had some awareness, you felt a little unsafe. And if you go and you leave a situation like that and you find you're rerunning it a little bit, there's something coming up in you to be healed which is awesome, an emotion that's uh, looking to be processed because it's most likely the very thing you need. Remember, emotions are energy, mm-hmm. like getting volts of energy. So when you process them, it's my feeling is, and just listening to you is, 
the universe is saying, hey, lady, you know, we know you're awesome and you've done a lot of stuff, but guess what, honey? We got more for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It always, it always cracks me up when you hear people say, well, I thought I worked through that already. Yeah. No, like, no I'm, yeah, yeah. Saying, I'm saying more as an expansion. Yes. yes. I'm not saying more work. I'm saying you're ready to raise up to another level. Okay. Okay. You know what? You're spot on. Yeah. And if you start seeing it as work, you're going to miss it. That, oh my gosh. That's awesome because- Yeah. 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 Because all of, the, all of the emotional threads that are all of the attachments, all of the memories, all of the, yeah. all of the stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And the clearing. Oh my gosh. I, I did. I came home and I was like, you know, sage smudging. <laughs> I was listening. I was listening to super inspirational yeah. high vibe music. Yes. <laughs> I knew I needed to, I knew what I needed to do. Cause I thought, wow, this really, so it was just it, the best word is shocking. I was just shocked. Anyway. I'm going to say it was the best thing that ever happened to you, but it, I would, I would encourage you to process it because I, what I'm feeling is that you're ready to expand that I, I'm feeling like you're, you're kind of maintaining what you have and you're actually could, you're ready to kind of blow through that ceiling and that's exactly what you needed. Well, yes. the, the, the perfect scenario to bring the reflection in for you yeah. of, of what needs to be processed so you can gain the energy that's required for the universe to take you to that next place, whatever that is. Well, I will definitely move through cleanse yeah. after we <laughs> talk today. Yeah. I, I, you know, yeah. I, felt, I felt led to share it and I thought you know, that yeah. you know, listeners would, would take something from that too because we, yeah. this isn't a, an uncommon story for sure. No. That was a great example. And I, I think it's a common reaction that we have more work to do. And I'm going to say the story that you're telling yourself that, has, that you have more work to do is something that needs to be cleansed, especially someone like yourself. I will take that to heart. Absolutely. Yeah. I love how you could see that. And that's, you know, that's one of the, the reasons why I admire you so much in your work is that you're you're right there in it and how lovely that you can help others see those those blind spots those signposts whatever those might be mm. and and the way that we do that the way that we get right down into that space of i must be doing something wrong or <laughs> i must have missed something or maybe i was too intense or maybe or whatever the list goes on and on and on <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you a quick story. I don't know if we have time sure, for we do, it. But, um, yeah, so I'm in California. This is uh, over the weekend. I'm teaching at 1440 uh, Multiversity. I was actually teaching emotional detox for anxiety. I brought my 19-year-old daughter with me. I said, hey, you want to go for a three-day trip to California? Yeah, I'll go with you, right? So we, we go together. And now she has a history of anxiety. And I've always paid other people to work with her because I'm her mother. And I've yeah. always had that mindset. I'm your mom and I can't be your therapist, but I can be your mom and I can expose you kind of thing. So she comes along with me and I, of course, inside, I want her to be a part of my program because I want her to learn the cleanse, sure, right? Sure. Yeah. But I said to myself, you know what? I'm just going to let her choose with her own free will. So I said, you know, you're more than welcome to hang 
It's a beautiful retreat center where you can join us, right? So she said, I'm going to hang tonight, mom, which was Friday night, but I'm going to join you guys tomorrow. I said, great, cool. So I let the group know, just so you know, there's an extra seat. My daughter's coming in tomorrow. Great. She joins us, right? And Mm -hmm. she's 19 and we all start doing our cleanse thing and we're moving through the process. Literally three, maybe two and a half hours into it, we all, they're giving feedback after the cleanse. And her feedback was, I realize now that I'm on Snapchat way too much and other social media sites. And I'm saying right here, right now that I'm going to be deleting all of these today. Oh my gosh, that's huge. (laughs) And I'm like, as her mother, I'm dying. First of all, I'm like, Inside, I'm going, oh, you're on it that much, huh? <laughs> but, but, but then I thought, you know, what I love about that story is I did nothing. I did nothing. You just invited her along and she did the work. She went through the process of the cleanse. She felt her emotions. And this is what came up in her awareness. This is what came up in her consciousness. This is what her higher self guided her to do. And then she made the choice to do it. I love that so much. Yay. Yay. Oh, Sherrianna, thank you so much for um, sharing some time today and teaching us about cleanse and more about emotional detox for anxiety. It's been such a pleasure getting to know you and, and learning more about the process and how you support so many worldwide. Mm, thank you. You can learn more about Sherrianna and get a copy of her new book at sherriannaboyle.com, Amazon, or wherever books are sold.